From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In northern Ohio, a convenience store worker who had just gotten married in October was laid to rest yesterday. ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland has more. 22-year-old Karis Rebel was laid to rest following her funeral at the Trinity Baptist Church in Marion. The newlywed was stabbed to death last week while working at a Dollar Tree store in Upper Sandusky. The suspect in her death, Bethel Beckel, has been charged with murder. His next court date is Wednesday. Police believe that this was a random attack. I'm Stephanie Haney. Columbus police are calling the death of an eight-month-old baby on the city's north side suspicious. Investigators say they found the child with injuries at a home in the Linden neighborhood. Police in Toledo received a call about a body in an alley just north of downtown yesterday afternoon. ONN's Dan Cummins reports. Police responded and found a 15-year-old girl dead in a neighborhood near I-280 and the Greenbelt Parkway. Detectives investigated and determined the girl had been shot. They're saying her family had reported her missing. TPD is not releasing her name just yet. They also don't have any information on any possible suspect. Detectives are investigating her death as a homicide. I'm Dan Cummins. Just outside of Columbus, there is new information about an incident that caused nearly half of students at Hilliard Davidson High School to stay home yesterday. Police arrested a 15-year-old girl in connection to an alleged threat of a school shooting posted online over the weekend. Landon Rocker is a junior at the high school and was among those who brought the post to his parents' attention. So then I went straight to my mom. I was like, hey, mom, you might want might to know about this. And she looked at it, and she, she immediately was worried. Late yesterday, it was revealed another teen was taken into custody on a similar charge. Hilliard police say they searched the teen's home and no weapons were found, but that their investigation continues. A Medina High School social studies teacher has been on leave since October amid an open FBI investigation. ONN's Dave James has the story. A criminal complaint filed in U.S. District Court outlines multiple charges against 37-year-old Kevin Hedrick of New Franklin. He's accused of attempting to meet up with a 14-year-old girl for sex as well as possessing several videos and images of child pornography. According to the filing, Hedrick was going under the alias Mike Smith online and believed he was messaging the mother of two girls. He was actually in contact with an undercover Secret Service agent. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced yesterday that the state's sex offender registration system is receiving a technology upgrade. All 88 Ohio County sheriffs have been provided new cameras to improve the routine registration process of convicted sexual offenders. Also, sheriff's offices that requested new computers will receive upgraded machines and software to process sex offender registrations. In total, nearly $400,000 in upgrades have been made to the system. That money came from the U.S. Justice Department. For Toledo Police, improving public safety and lowering crime rates are priorities after 2022 ended with 65 homicides in the city. Sergeant Paul Davis says that from 2021 to 22, there were almost 200 fewer shootings and seven fewer homicides. There was about 300 less burglaries compared from 2020 to 2022. So even though those two years of 21 and 22 were on par with each other, it's still significantly less than two years ago. So we just need to build on that momentum. He says other crimes in the city were consistent with 2021, but down compared to 2020. Yesterday was Toledo Police Chief George Crawl's last day on the job before retirement. City officials say they hope to have a new chief in March. 
Police in suburban Cleveland arrested a man for shoplifting who had several active warrants. Here's ONN's Tracy Townsend. The 62-year-old man from Garfield Heights was at the Walmart Supercenter in South Euclid last week when police were called on a report that he left the store with both a suitcase and a shopping cart filled with various meats that he did not pay for. He was eventually apprehended by officers at a bus stop across the street where he told officers he had planned to sell the meat to restaurants at half price. Officials did not release the man's name he was charged and booked for theft. Police report that this marked the 70th arrest in his lifetime. I'm Tracy Townsend. The next time there's an election in Ohio, voters will need a photo ID. ONN's Amanda Fay reports. Governor Mike DeWine signed a measure into law making that change late Friday. Up until now, you could use a photo ID or a number of other means to verify your identification at polling locations. Voters will still be able to vote absentee, although there will be less time allowed to vote by mail. The measure also eliminates in-person voting on the Monday before Election Day. A lawsuit challenging the legality of the changes has already been filed. I'm Amanda Fay. One of the world's largest makers of farming equipment has agreed to make life a little easier for their customers. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. John Deere is now giving farmers the right to repair agricultural equipment on their own. The agreement follows years of lawsuits and complaints. It means farmers get diagnosed and then fix their tractors without using company parts or company facilities. The American Farm Bureau Federation says the agreement also protects John Deere's intellectual property. I'm Clay Gordon. Former Cleveland quarterback Bernie Kosar has lost his job with the Browns radio network. ONN's Dave Chadowski has more. The team cut ties with Bernie Kosar, who has worked on the team's radio shows for years, all over a $19,000 bet he placed on the Browns to beat the Steelers. He tweeted, I was informed by the Browns that my services are no longer desired or needed. I am shocked and disappointed. Brown and orange is my life. NFL personnel and players are banned from betting on football, even though the money would be going to charity. I'm Dave Chadowski. And one week after a terrifying moment played out in front of millions on the field at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati, there is a promising update on the recovery of Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin. ONN's Adam King reports. DeMar Hamlin set off every alarm in the ICU on Sunday. But when doctors went to see what was wrong, they found him jumping up and down, celebrating during the Bills' opening kickoff return for a touchdown yesterday. The whole NFL world celebrating with him as DeMar Hamlin is home. UC Medical Center announcing that Hamlin is back in Buffalo. He's in a hospital there, as doctors call this the next stage of his recovery. In the middle of his press conference, reporters telling Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. That's unbelievable. You know, I was just upstairs talking to somebody about when that would be. DeMar tweeting that he's happy to be back in Buffalo and that the care team at Buffalo General have already made him feel at home. I'm Adam King. And money continues to pour into Hamlin's old toy drive fundraiser on GoFundMe. He started the toy drive last year as a way to give back to his community. And prior to last Monday, there were only a few thousand dollars in donations. Organizers say donations now top eight and a half million dollars. Special thanks to our affiliates WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett. On the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.